Hello, beautiful. I'm your host and mindset coach, Samantha Roberto, and I want to welcome you to this conversation. We are a space of women empowering women, and each week we feature an empowered woman's vulnerable story because we believe it's important to have these conversations so that we can learn and grow from one another. So go subscribe to get your weekly dose of inspiration. So I'm really excited about this week's episode because it is dedicated to all of you mamas out there and all of you ladies who want to call in your baby. I have my dear friend, Hillary Johnson, who is an incredible spiritual healer. I've had a number of sessions with Hillary, and she's always blown me away with her knowledge. After our first session, in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring you on the podcast. We are going to be doing an episode, and here we are. So Hillary is the founder and CEO of Bring In Baby. She shares powerful spiritual tools to increase your chances of pregnancy, helps women energetically prepare for their baby's arrival, and increases their intuition as a new mom. Like I mentioned, Hillary is a very gifted spiritual healer, and she has chosen to use her gifts to help mothers navigate through such an important period of their life. So we talk about the difference between calling in your baby and trying for a baby, how to tap into your own spiritual gifts and learn how to get into alignment. And she even takes us through a beautiful grounding meditation. So if you're at home, if you have a chance to listen to this somewhere where you can have a little bit of a quiet space for yourself, at least for that part, you're going to want to do her meditation. And I really just hope this serves you. If you know anybody who is currently trying for a baby or wants to bring in a baby into their life, please forward them this episode. I personally have so many of my girlfriends who have been trying to get pregnant and have really, really had challenging times. And these are exactly the type of ladies that Hillary can help. So one last thing before we jump into the episode is that this week we are doing a giveaway for a free session with Hillary. So if you're catching this on the release week, definitely go to our Instagram at hellobeautiful and enter there for your chance to win a one-to-one, one-hour session with Hillary. And you don't necessarily have to be calling in a baby. I've had multiple energetic healings with her, amazingly powerful sessions. So go check our Instagram. And if it's not too late, put your name in that contest because you never know, you could be the winner. So on that note, let's get to it. Okay, my dear, I am so grateful for you coming on to the platform. I have experienced such powerful sessions with you that having that experience with you, I'm like, I need to bring you on here for my audience. So thank you, first off, for being here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Samantha. It's such an honor to be here on your show. So I would love if you can let us know a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about your story and how you ended up getting into the energy work and everything that you're in. Well, it was many years ago. I was always a spiritual seeker, always feeling very sensitive about energy and everything that was going on and naturally gravitating towards this program or that program, always just trying to explore ways to feel safer in the world. So I wasn't sort of bowled over by energy. 
And as a result, after many years and trying lots and lots of different healing modalities, I just found a place where I started developing my sixth sense and my healing abilities and started performing healings in a safe environment and a learning environment. So was your background corporate? Did you grow up with spiritual parents or is this something intuitively that you were just drawn to? Oh, I love that. I grew up in North Carolina in the South which is pretty conservative. So I grew up in a pretty conservative sort of intellectual environment, um, but it's really beautiful and a lot of nature. So you do have that essence of nature and it's just a traditional religious upbringing, Episcopalian. So yes, it's something I discovered on my own. I think maybe because I have relatives in Hawaii and ethnically I'm half Japanese and half Swedish. So I did have family in Hawaii that were Buddhist And then, you know, so you had that. So when I'd visit Hawaii and there'd be a funeral or something, it would be very Buddhist. So you have the the ceremony a year later. Um, And then my mom always took me to different churches and different religions that friends were part of. We were a member of one Episcopal church, but she always said, I want you to know there are other ways of thinking. So Mm -hmm. whether my friends were Baptist or we went to the Buddhist and then we went to the unity, which is more the metaphysical type thinking where you have an affirmation, I want this, and then you create it and you bring it in. And so there are all the different ways that she sort of introduced me, but that was probably, you know, being open-minded and and giving me the permission to choose what route I would take may have given me a little bit more spiritual freedom, although I was still a little bit in the closet about it and still just doing it for myself and not as open about it because I didn't want people to feel I was forcing it on them as it was a personal choice. Hmm. Beautiful. And I love that, like having the spiritual freedom to explore. Cause I feel like so often we're sort of in a box and even though we're curious, we get these intuitive nudges, it can be scary to follow them and follow those breadcrumbs, but feeling like you have the freedom to be able to try this, try that, explore this, explore that. It's just, it's such a beautiful way to tap into your spirituality almost. It is. And I think, you know, within yourself, truly what the right step is for you. Obviously there are mistakes that we make, or sometimes you outgrow things and it takes a lot of courage to recognize that. And that's part of your relationship with yourself though. I mean, developing your spirituality and tuning in is really your relationship with yourself. And it really enhances every other area, or at least I found for myself, the more I develop and work on myself, the more it just trickles over into the rest of my life. And that's probably why it's so important to me. Mm -hmm. So do you feel now that it's almost safer to come out of the closet? It's been safer like in the past couple of years or to sort of come out of the, not the spiritual closet, but be more open with your gifts because you really are gifted. And I'm so excited to get into some of the techniques and tools and things that you incorporate into your practice to help other people. But how do you feel like we're going sort of as a society within spirituality? Oh, I love that question. I, I never thought about it consciously in terms of the world. I only think about sort of my own little cocoon that I'm in and and my life. And I've been a visual effects artist for years and I absolutely loved the creative involvement with other people. And this was sort of something I did on the side. and, And I used a lot of these spiritual tools to help me to become pregnant. And I always wanted to share some of this with other women, which is when years after I had my son, eventually I had a feeling that I should write this book and it sort of presented itself to me. And then when I was in the process of wanting to be more available for my son 
and deciding to start my own business, I explored five different businesses. And this is the one that really resonated because it was already there. It just never occurred to me I could turn it into a business because it was just beautiful information I wanted to share with the world. Mm, So I'd love to dive sort of into that topic because I mean, it's such a powerful subject. And especially now, like at the age that I am, I have so many friends who are trying to get pregnant. And I'm surprised with how challenging it is for a lot of them. And I would love for you to open up about what it is that you do, how you can call in a baby and just explain your work. Oh, great. Yes. My company is Bring In Baby. And really, I like to support women because I believe that we each have well, let's face it. People have been having babies for centuries. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not rocket science. There's no special formula to it. People have been having babies. But when we have the influences of society on top of us, sometimes it's difficult for women to connect with the part of themselves to heal their body enough to be in a place to really harbor and hold a baby through a pregnancy. So it's a matter of being able to heal your body of the toxins, depending on the level of the baby, and also for the woman to be ready to be a mom energetically on a spiritual level. A lot of times we're programmed by society, we're programmed by the media, we're living in the zone that's not really our true essence. In order to be a mom, you're sort of going to be called back to more of your true self. And the universe is going to do whatever they can to call you back there before you are really pregnant. In most instances, sometimes not. Sometimes it's a shock and a surprise and you're propelled into it. So that's really what I believe. So a lot of the work I do with women is that I believe that you can. I know that people like to use the word trying for a baby, but I believe more in calling in your baby. Mm. There's so many spirits of babies that are ready to come in. And the spirits of babies, they do choose their parents, but are the parents ready to have that high vibration of a baby? So I like to be able to support the moms or moms-to-be to to raise their vibration so they can communicate with their their baby in spirit and help that baby to come in. And it means a lot of growth for the mom. Sometimes it's not easy. You know, my own story is that I was working, I was a career woman, and I was really, really happy. But I always knew I wanted to have a family. And I wanted to have, you know, be a mom, but it's difficult because you're happy with your life and you're busy and you're moving forward in your career. You don't want to give that up. And I didn't know how to integrate the holistic side, the spiritual side into the equation. And so that's really what I started doing was when I didn't get pregnant right away, probably took me about a year. I did a lot of deep spiritual work and really healing myself, healing my body, healing my spiritual self, communicating with the spirit of the baby, which is now my son, and doing all the work, and it does happen. And I really wanted to be able to share that with other women. Beautiful. So I would love if you can share a little bit more, because you said there's so many babies and so many spirits out there that are just waiting to come in. Can you explain a little bit more for someone who's just sort of hearing this and thinking, wait, how does this work? Can you share more of your belief in your work with how that works? Like, is it a soul contract between parents and babies? How does that work on an energetic and spiritual level? Can we go there? Yes, yes, yes. There are contracts that that babies have, but the parents, the mom and the dad, they have the opportunity to not agree to it at this time. So they really have the freedom when there is, when a baby chooses them. And so A lot of times a mom may feel, or somebody may feel a yearning 
for a baby. Mm-hmm. It might just not, you know, there are some women, sometimes they don't know what they feel like they're going crazy. They feel like it's their time. They have to have a baby. They don't know what's going on. They probably have the spirit of a baby. They have a, a relationship with, you know, a spiritual relationship with that's in their sphere per se, you know, and they're feeling that and sensing it. So you can either choose to, to move that energy away for a later time mm-hmm. <laughs> so that you can do something else with your life or to, to work. toward bringing that baby in. It's really interesting that you share that because there was probably a period in my life, maybe two and a half years ago, where I just had sort of baby fever. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know why, but all of a sudden I feel like I'm thinking about having kids and I feel like this yearning almost, but it, it lasted just a few months and then it kind of went away because I was working sort of on other things and it wasn't the priority, but I did actually feel it there. So what you're sharing is that chances are there was a soul that was sort of around me sort of waiting to see if I would be open to it energetically to let that happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is so cool. Yeah. And it's so much fun to talk about this and, and about babies and how powerful they are. But right now there's so many bright, bright, bright babies and spirit and their their vibration is so high and they really have a huge purpose to come in at this time to be able to make the planet a better place And they really are so bright and so capable. I know we've probably all at times in our lives met children and been sort of amazed and children are really our teachers. And that's, that's also the tough thing. I think sometimes as a mom to realize that your own child is teaching you, it's not just you as the teacher for them, but they're also teaching you. So you have to be in a place where you can sort of grow and, and go with the punches. I really want to support women in raising their vibration so they can call in their baby if they're ready to and if they want to, if their situation is right for that. And then to supporting women who are pregnant, who really want to prepare for motherhood. I do support women and also preparing for labor because I think it's important for everybody to make their own decisions and choices. When I had my son, I, you know, I chose to have a home birth, but I fully and completely supportive of the medical community. I believe that the most important thing is that anyone who's going to be a mom has their own choices. I also know of another mom who at the exact same time I was giving birth at home, we had a similar due dates, but she scheduled a date six months in advance for a C-section at the hospital. And that's absolutely fine too. The most important thing is that the mom makes her own choice on what she feels safe with and what feels best for her rather than somebody telling her what to do. And so I think the most important for me as a mom, it's, it's really important for women to be empowered, to make their own choices and decisions. And also that comes in the territory of preparing to be a mom is that once you hold the baby in your arms and you're a mom, your whole life changes because you're not just thinking of yourself anymore. You're thinking of yourself and somebody else, every decision you make, every thing in your life that you do from that forward, you're thinking of somebody else. And It's a big, big, big step to become a mom and you just want to be ready for it. It can be throw you off like the first few months because it's exciting and it's wonderful and it's like heavenly, but it's also, you know, it's a little bit jarring for some people. And so I also want to support women in really preparing to be a mom because that's probably for me, like I know that when I'm on my deathbed, looking back on my life, probably the most important role in my life is being a mom. 
Mm. And at the time, you know, I thought my career is so important. Showing up on this day for this is so important. And you think that's important. And then also the most important person in my life, you know, was, you know, you think of your own mom and how important she is. And I lost my mom and years ago to cancer. And that's probably the largest loss I've ever had. Mm. The lessons that you go through with your mom, whether it's positive or difficult, they're all life lessons that make you who you are. And that's the first person that you're really with. So the cycle, your mom, the mom that you are for women, it's important to be empowered, to be in touch with your intuition and to be in a community where people can validate and support that. That is so beautiful. And there is so much growth within that relationship. And there is so much love, growth, expansiveness within like motherhood as well. And one thing that I, I personally feel and that I'm sort of seeing on an energetic level is that there's sort of this rise of the feminine energy now. There's sort of this rise of the celebration of the female intuitive sense, like intuition. How would you help or support women in tapping into their inner knowing and being more themselves? Because essentially, even to call in a baby, it's about doing that inner work to become more of who you are and get more in alignment. And I feel like this is a powerful theme on a global scale that the world is going through, that women are collectively rising and trusting that intuitive sense. Absolutely. That is so, that was so beautifully said, Samantha. I completely agree with you. And I really feel, especially at this time, that this message is that more people will be open to this message at this time. And it really has a lot to do with the pandemic and the shifts taking place and really the energetic rising of everything in our world and our planetary system is that everything's vibrating at a higher level. And people mm-hmm. really do have the opportunity to step into their power a little bit more, especially as women, to mm-hmm. step into our power more than we ever had before and really embrace that intuitive side. So I think it's really important from my viewpoint for people to have spiritual tools and a toolkit to really be able to hear their own inner voice. I think sometimes people tell us something and we listen to somebody else because it's a voice outside of ourselves. And it becomes challenging sometimes to figure out, is that my voice? Is that somebody else's? Is this the right thing? Is that the right thing? And I do teach an intuitive meditation class, but I think that the basis of it is that you really want to be grounded in the body. The different types of meditation is there are the meditations where you exit your body and you float around and you're on the astral, which is where you go to sleep at night. And that's wonderful. And that's fun. And it can be sometimes so fun that you don't want to come back. You're free as a spirit, free as a bird, whatever. But really, I think it's important at this time to be able to integrate your higher self and your higher self's wisdom with your physical body, and then to be able to manifest in the body. So you basically learn how to create in spirit, Mm -hmm. but manifest in the body by connecting your higher self in your body. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so having more of a grounding meditation, having more of a presence where you're releasing energy out of your space that isn't yours, and being able to really tune into and be more in the center of your head, which is your intuitive spot of neutrality, where you can be neutral and not emotional when you're looking at energy or or making a decision. So I think that as long as somebody has spiritual tools that are taken to that place, I teach them in my class or there are other ways, but the overall theme is that I think you want to be in the body, Mm -hmm. creating in spirit and then bringing it in and manifesting it. 
Really manifesting it in this 3D world, but creating from a place of potentially like it's other dimensions, right? In spirit, you know, in possibility, in love, in a higher vibration that we may not be able to necessarily see with our own eyes, if that makes sense. (laughs) And really, when you create from a place of spirit, it's a higher vibration. Mm -hmm. And it means that it's absolutely limitless. There is no limit whatsoever in spirit. There's no time or space or limit. Everything can happen. And that's what creates miracles. And so I really feel that a baby is a miracle. And I feel when you reach that higher vibration and you connect with it and you create in spirit, you can create a miracle. And I do want to support, you know, women who are open to that and would like that support. Well, and another thing that I was thinking that would probably be very important during pregnancy for the time that the baby, the spirit is within you and growing the baby for the nine months is remaining in a place of love and nourishing the baby and making sure you are like probably bringing in different tools to have a healthy baby, you know, in a way like there's certain things you can do to have a healthy baby as well. Do you agree? I completely agree. I think it's so important your environment. Um, but also your energetic environment, the energy in your space and being able to keep your space clear of any, I don't want to use the word negative really, but you know, any energy that resonates with the high vibration that you are setting for yourself, for your life and for your baby's life. And I think you can keep that high vibration by using intention, using intention to create it in spiritual tools. Exactly. Beautiful. So is there something you can share with our listeners right now that is, I mean, besides meditation, another grounded tool that they can use or something that they can look at to bring a more intention? Yes, can, would you mind sharing one or sharing a few? I would be happy, happy to. So I'll just have the listeners, if you're not driving, just take a minute to take a deep breath and just relax. Close your eyes if you can. Like I said, if you're driving or not in a safe place, please Just listen with your eyes open. (laughs) Um, Just take a deep breath and relax. And just allow yourself to be fully and completely present in this moment. And just feel yourself sitting almost behind, in the middle of your forehead, kind of behind your eyes. Kind of more in a place of neutrality. Keeping you more in your body. Just saying hello briefly to a grounding cord, keeping you connected to the center of the planet. And just breathe in to the safety of you being in your own body, that you're completely and totally safe with yourself. If you're feeling any resistance right now or any anxiety, you can be assured that it's not you. It's just energy that doesn't want you fully present. And you can just tell it to leave. You have seniority of your body, of your space, and you can tell any of that energy that's not welcome anymore that it can leave. (laughs) It's your space. If you're a mama to be and you're ready to call on your baby, this first part is for you and everybody else can follow along if you want. But I just want you to look at the space around you. Just want you to begin to expand a little space for a baby. Sometimes we're so busy in our careers and our lives, we forget to create space for the baby. And we don't even know that we can create a space, that we can have the baby, that there's room for it. So start to create that space right now. Feel your space expand even larger. And there's a whole space available for a baby, for a family, for your place as a mother, and for your life. And I'm just seeing that for everybody hearing this, that you can have that space right now. So just see it for yourself. 
and just create that space for your baby right now. And even say hello to your baby, wherever your baby is in spirit, and show them this beautiful space. It's available right now, present time, without limit. And for those of you who are already pregnant, mamas-to-be getting ready to bring in their baby, go ahead and also say hello to that space for your baby to come in fully, more fully, to validate your baby, to be able to come in fully, and to also create space for yourself to be a mom. If you're pregnant, if you have a career that you love, if you have a life that you love, give yourself space right now to have that same life that you love, that same joy, and then to also have the baby. You're not giving up anything of what is your true essence and your fulfillment, but things on the outside might shift but you will create even more fulfillment within yourself. And for those of you who are new mamas, go ahead and say hello to the space in your life to be a mom, to be a first-time mom, if that's what you are, to make mistakes and to not be perfect, to go with the flow and to create space for your baby and your family, and most importantly, to create space for yourself, space for yourself to be able to give to yourself self-care, and really being able to do what we're doing now is just to take a few minutes to tune in into your own voice and your own sense of peace, because that's going to be your own gift to yourself. You can give to yourself anywhere, no matter what's going on in the world, irregardless of money, space, or where you are. No matter whether you're in a big home, a tiny home with lots of people around you or not, your space around you is the most important. So go ahead and pull. You have around you, you have an aura, your energy field, and just go ahead and pull it in closer to you about an arm's length away, about 18 inches around your body. So you have a bubble around you. That's your aura. And that's your space. You don't want it in suffocating you, but just an arm length away. And by doing that, you're just releasing other people's energies where it was expanded before and just holding your own self in your own bubble. You have the power to hold yourself in your own bubble. And as a new mom, just give yourself a few minutes every day to do this. Give your baby permission to be just outside of your bubble, but still connected to you. And give everybody else permission to be outside of the bubble also. And give yourself that space for self-care. And these are things that you can do for yourself, whether you're ready to call on your baby whether you are pregnant, getting ready to have your baby and become a mom, whether you're a new mom. And as a new mom, giving that self-care to your space also creates space for your career, if you choose that, and self-fulfillment and your hobbies and abundance. You're not giving that up just because you have a baby. A lot of times babies bring in even more abundance if you can allow yourself to have it. And allow yourself to have the space for the full life and to have all of it together. You can have it all. So I'm just going to validate that everybody now has a big golden sun. Just bring it in. Replenish yourself with all the light and wisdom that's already yours. It's all your own information that you've had for so many lifetimes. And you're just calling it back now and re-remembering it. (laughs) And call upon it any time that feels right for you. And so it is. You can open your eyes when you're ready. Thank you so much. I feel so blissful. That was beautiful, Hillary.
I'm so glad. Oh, so beautiful. And you know what I especially love, even for mothers, to be able to have their bubble for time for themselves and self-care. So often it's like all of a sudden your life changes so drastically and it's like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden you have a baby and you have this. How do you navigate carving out time for you? And if you do, I feel like you can give from a full overflowing cup, right? To your baby, to everyone else. It's not selfish to take time for yourself and to really give yourself that space that you might need. Exactly. Exactly. It's really important for moms to take care of themselves. It's really easy to forget. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think you can forget it, but it's so easy to put everybody first, especially with a baby and the responsibility that comes, the guilt that comes for not doing everything. And it's important for moms to give to themselves in the same way that if you're on an airplane, they tell you to put the oxygen mask on yourself first um, for the baby. And you'll find all the moms out there, you'll find are moms to be, the more you can give to yourself first, the more you'll have to give to your child because really Mm -hmm. they just sort of match your energy and they see how you are and where you are in your space. So beautiful. I wanted to just ask for any mothers who are listening or anybody who's been trying to call it a baby and has gone through a miscarriage or has gone through pregnancy and lost their baby, do you have any message or anything that's coming through for them? Oh, absolutely. I also work, um, I have clients who have had miscarriages and I do work um, with that. I mean, for anybody, it's difficult because it's a loss. And so you are experiencing a loss, but you have to know that you've had an agreement with this baby to only have them for a certain amount of time. And you agreed to only have them for the amount of time that you held them in your body and that you agreed to learn whatever lessons it was from them for that period of time. Now that spirit can go on and be reincarnated again. And so they will go on on their life path. And so when you're able to actually release them, it gives them the freedom to take their next step and to move forward um, instead of holding on to it and realizing that it's just part of the cycle and that you did have an agreement. But it is really a, a big thing for a lot of people to have to deal with. And I do offer that support individually in one-on-one sessions. If there's a group of people that would ever want a class, I would be happy to offer that. But it is important to receive support, to acknowledge the loss, and to be able to look at if it's possible for the person, depending on where they are, to step back and look at the big picture, that it's all part of the plan and that it's okay mm-hmm. to be part of the cycle of life and that you actually did have a baby inside of you for a period of time. Because sometimes there's that feeling that, well, it didn't really happen, but I'm feeling this, but just recognize it really did happen. It really is something. And that the timing wasn't right for whatever reason. It could have been something in your body that needed to be adjusted to be more nourishing for the baby. It could have been uh, just an agreement from a past life where you said, I'm just going to, I want to reconnect with you for a little bit. And that's all you needed. And that you just needed to feel that love for the moment for you to move forward in your life, um, whatever the lesson might be, and to just be okay with it. But it's important to acknowledge it and to deal with it and to release it with love if possible, you know, as soon as, you know, the feeling, the love within yourself Mm -hmm. and gratitude for all the emotions that it triggers that you can then release. So I would love to, because you did mention reincarnation and we'd have spoken about soul contracts. So I would just love if you'd be open to just sort of sharing your perspective on 
the way souls reincarnate and work and go, like even right now, the way life sort of works from that perspective, because for, you know, maybe a lot of our listeners, these are new terms and they haven't really thought about it that way, but things might resonate. So if you'd be open to sharing the soul cycle, right? I would love that. I would love for you to go there. Well, this is, I believe that we all come into a body as a baby and that we all live our life and that we pass away. But I also believe that we're still the same spirit. So I believe that there is a spirit, a bright spirit that chooses the body that comes in to learn lessons and that moves on. And as the spirit passes out of the body onto the spiritual plane and then has lessons to learn before then choosing another body to come in. And I don't really think that somebody dies in the sense of being gone, because I know that I've certainly been able to communicate with people after they've passed away. And I'm communicating now with babies. And I believe everybody else can too, if you choose to have that belief. Mm -hmm. Um, But I believe it's up to each person to choose their own beliefs. I believe very much, as I said before, in spiritual freedom. And, you know, and I feel that even if I say something that it's really each person's responsibility to to check in with themselves and say, does this resonate with me? Is this my belief? And this is what I believe in. And I think it's important for each person to choose their own beliefs and choices and decisions for themselves. Beautiful. I think it, like you said, and even at the beginning to have the freedom to sort of get curious and explore and be open. And I still remember the moment I was actually at a Brian Weiss seminar. I got curious about two years ago about life after death, because I had thought about death a lot prior, but I'd never really thought about life after death. And the quick story behind that is that I had a friend who I was in Los Angeles with. I went to Coachella that year and I had stayed with him. A few friends had stayed there and then we all went to the festival and then I came back home. And about a week later, he had actually passed away from a suicide. He took his own life. He jumped off of a building. So that was it. And when I had got the news, a part of me was sort of, oh my gosh, I was just with him. Like, this is so crazy. And I just realized that death could be a decision on all of our shoulders. Like at any point on a soul level, you can choose to end your life. And it kind of got me curious, well, what happens after that moment when you could pass on? So long story short, I found Brian Weiss somehow, who is an amazing teacher. And um, I went to one of his live events. And that was the moment there that I really thought about reincarnation and really thought about being spiritual beings, having a human experience. Just like you said, it's like you can kind of, you're here for this experience. And then when you pass, you go to the spiritual plane and then you can come back in different forms for different lessons. And for me, it's also what really resonated. And it's not something I had thought about prior. I invite everyone to be open and be curious and just see what aligns with yourself but it's an interesting topic. <laughs> oh, wow. That's that's a great story. That's really, really a great story. And I love how you had that sort of aha moment. Totally. And, and so much of the world in that moment, like just made more sense. And so much of what resonated, whether from whatever religion it was, whatever spiritual path it was, I became sort of open to taking a little bit of this and a little bit of that based on what really resonated and felt good for me, what really vibrationally lifted me up. And I'm like, huh, interesting. Okay, cool. And, you know, even with the sessions that I had with you, I'd love to share a little bit about that because we really tapped into some of my past lives. And in working with my energy field and with working together, you were able to tap into some energy that I had been holding on to from lifetimes ago, essentially. And that was very powerful. I couldn't believe, like I was so 
amazed how on point you were with nailing down aspects of my personality now and different parts of myself now that I couldn't necessarily put a finger on, but you were like, oh yeah, you were like this because lifetimes ago, this is what happened and this is what you went through. And it just really helped almost like the fragmented pieces of myself come back together. It was very, very healing experience. I'm so happy to hear that. And I'm so glad that you were able to really have the healing and really hear it. Um, Because I think that's really important when you're in a healing space to be able to really have it and be open to it. And it's just beautiful the way you've described it. And I think we're all like onions. And when we want to take a step forward in our life and move to a higher vibration, we have to sort of peel back anything that might be holding us back or any energy that's of a lower vibration. And sometimes we're carrying around stuff and it was a lesson at the time, but we don't really need it anymore. Or maybe we don't need to carry it forward, or maybe we need to bring it into our consciousness. A lot of times it's bringing it to our consciousness or completing the karma behind it. So it's not interfering with our ability to move forward. And sometimes it could be from lifetimes ago. So you might not even know, but you're carrying around this energy and you're just like, what the heck? Like a lot of, a lot of (laughs) women, you know, in general, even a lot of women speaking up in the past, you know, we used to get burnt at the stake or you used to get punished. So now you just have this fear to use your voice because there is a power in the divine feminine energy that used to get hunted. And it was a scary thing. And it's like, you had to keep your gifts hidden. Whereas now it's like, I really do feel like we're going through this transformation. It's alchemizing that energy into a beautiful thing that is elevating the state of the planet. Absolutely. Oh, that was so beautifully said. I completely agree. Uh, Well, anyways, my dear, if anybody is interested in connecting with you for calling in their baby with you know, learning how to energetically, you know, connect to their motherhood so that they feel really good or even just a healing session. Where can they do that? Where's the best place to connect? I have an Instagram handle. It's at bring in baby, B-R-I-N-G-I-N-B-A-B-Y. I also mm-hmm. have a website, bring in baby. And then my email address is H-I-L-E-R-Y at bring in baby dot com if anybody wants to reach out to me. And there's also a phone number um, listed there if anybody wants to send me a text or connect with me directly. We'll make sure to put all of your contact info into the show notes. But one other thing I wanted to just note on this is if you're listening to this episode and you have a friend who is, you know, potentially trying to call in their baby or someone who just gave birth to a baby or is pregnant, feel free to share this episode with her, pass it forward. Absolutely. Any last words? Anything else you want to say? Thank you so much for having me on, Samantha. It's absolutely beautiful. And I really hope that women will feel empowered to create the life they want. And if you're ready to call on the baby, to know that you can and to give yourself permission to, and to have the pregnancy of your dreams and to make your own choices and decisions throughout your pregnancy, labor, and as a new mom. Beautiful. Thank you, Hillary. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Hillary's contact is going to be in the show notes. Remember to go to Instagram if you catch this during the first week because we're going to have a giveaway for a powerful one-hour session with Hillary. So if it's not too late, go check our Instagram at Hello Beautiful Podcast and enter there. And if you felt very aligned with Hillary's message, 
find her on Instagram, reach out. You never know. I have so many girlfriends who have been struggling with trying to get pregnant or even struggling with the early stages of motherhood. And Hillary just has so much wisdom, so much grace, and she is such a gift. So I am just so grateful that I was able to share her with you today. Anyways, Next week, we're bringing you another spiritual episode with my dear friend, Lizeth. We dive in deep to quantum multidimensional healing, which is a really, really cool topic. So stay tuned. And until then, keep being you. Be beautiful.